right, day 276, day 289, since Joey, your president, swore that he would not abandon Americans behind enemy lines, uh, and in fact he did. It is, well, we have a lot of primary days coming, but it's, it's primary day, Kentucky, North Carolina. We're watching Bud versus uh, McCrory there. I think Bud wins that race. I hope he does. Uh, I hope Senator Rand Paul wins in, in Kentucky. I don't think he has much of a challenge. I think he's got a few challengers, but not a real challenge. Uh, obviously, we're watching Pennsylvania very, very closely. Probably the oddest primary I've ever seen in my life. You know, what, when this is all said and done, there does need to be a we, we, we do. The Republicans, not me, I'm a registered conservative, but they need to start revisiting what they do to each other in primaries. Because when it gets that ugly and you, 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 we're talking about tens and tens and tens and tens of millions of dollars, I know well over 40 million thrown at Dr. Oz, for example, and a lot of the ads that I saw uh, made Dr. Oz look unrecognizable to me. Like, for example, Linda Rose, uh, Quinn and Rose both saw an ad that made Oz look like he was not pro-life. And yeah. in the all right. So what what this is, is a slice and a dice and an edit and a cut. And they 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 take one word. He was talking medically about the electrical impulses of a heart. In the same discussion, he says unequivocally, I am and have always been pro-life. My family is pro-life. Life begins at conception. It was all in there. And then, you know, opponents do what they're going to do. Um, in the end, I think what happens is it ends up hurting whoever the eventual winner is. But uh, I'm not sure in this particular case. Uh, this is a very winnable seat. And... I hope Republicans in Pennsylvania understand the importance of this race. And I mean, it is important uh, for a lot of different reasons. And if Republicans don't get it right, uh, we, I've never seen a race where somebody out of nowhere surged with like nine days, eight days to go or whatever it is in the case of Kathy Barnett. And then nobody had vetted her. Nobody. And I've got piles and piles of papers now, she was on a radio show. I'll do this later in the program. I guess this morning on our affiliate, uh, WPHT. What was she on the morning show? Yeah, she With was Dawn? on the morning, morning show. Yeah. Okay. Right, so she's on the morning show, and she's out there, and she's saying things about me. We tried to contact her. My team reached out to her. Well, all these tweets came to light, and we found them. We, I was like, oh, my gosh. She's trashing me, trashing Trump again and again and again. Uh, wanting to build the, the proposal to build the statue to honor Barack Obama cracked me up. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie about it. And but anyway, so all of that starts coming out. And we're not just talking about incendiary. We're talking about the most incendiary comments about Muslims and gays and lesbians, et cetera, et cetera. I'm on a plane with my children. There's a lesbian on the plane. Pray for us. I'm like, OK, a little crazy. You know, I actually talked about abolishing a, a religion not knowing what, that we have freedom of religion in this country. And again, I have nothing, it would have been nice had she answered the question. Then she goes on other interviews, because I've heard the tapes myself, and is asked specifically, did you write these tweets? Why are they on your timeline? I don't, it doesn't sound like me. I don't recall. It was a couple of years ago. I'm like, that's not an answer. Were you hacked? I don't recall. I mean, and we never got to the specifics of it. 
Um, my challenge is, is dealing with the situation in terms of this is a must-win seat for Republicans. This is, this, this is not a seat that can be lost in any way, shape, or form. And anyway, so we got this primary race. You also have a gubernatorial race going on in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Uh, I've made, you know, it's just so reminiscent to me, the attacks that I got when I supported Donald Trump early after I vetted him extensively, and I vetted Dr. Oz extensively, and um, I, I, I just find it interesting. Uh, do I care what people say? I don't really care one bit. It doesn't matter. I, my job is to be informative and upfront with you, my audience, and to tell you what I really, tr- truly, honestly believe and what I know. And after vetting Oz, I found he's pro-life, he's pro-Second Amendment, he's pro-energy, he's America first, he's save America, he's make America great again in every aspect, and, and, and he's going to fight. So anyway, so and then last night, Kathy Barnett, apparently marching next to, she says, I had no idea who they were. Uh, the Proud Boys, which I don't even know who the Proud Boys are. Do you know who the Proud Boys are? I know we keep hearing their name. I guess they have radical views, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, but and not a good group to be walking around with. Let's put it that way. So look bad, but she claims that she had no idea who they were. Uh, I'll take her on at a word on that. But when you look at, you know, Twitter in particular and some of these other comments, you know, it's really it's the type of rhetoric that will destroy any opportunity to win a general election. She even once, you know, said she's about to board a plane to California. There was a homosexual female on the flight. Pray for us. Why would you? Whatever. I mean, it's just so insane. You know, she went out and insinuated, called um, that Obama was a gay Muslim. How is that going to help her in a general election? How does that appeal to moderate swing voters in in the great Commonwealth of Pennsylvania? Um, you know, when you call for a religion to be banned, what part of freedom of religion do you not understand? What part of the Constitution do you not understand if you want to be a U.S. senator? When asked about these incendiary remarks and other issues, you know, she doesn't ever seem to have an answer and she doesn't get pressed. But there's not been a lot of time since all of this has come out, which is a, a big part of the problem. Um you know, she says things like MAGA doesn't belong to Donald Trump. Uh, yeah, it kind of does. That was his movement. Uh, you know, call your neighbors racist if they don't support me. Actually, we have tape of that. Uh, why would you support building a statue to the Obama family? Um, and, and, and just it, it just goes on and on. And she never seems to have an answer. And she, then she lashes out and blames anybody that dares to ask the question and then talks in circles um, an autobiography had a typo saying, I lived in Virginia. I never lived in Virginia. Somebody else told me that she had said in, in one article or one interview or one book or something that she didn't even vote for Trump. She's not going to support any other GOP candidate if she loses this primary. And the media is taking everything out of context. The, the, there's no taking these comments out of context. They are what they are. They're very straightforward. There's no ambiguity. There's no need for an interpreter. There's, there's, it's as blunt as they can be. She had a, a hard time explaining um, most of these these comments. She couldn't even explain why she wanted to erect a massive statue to former President Obama. Um, I don't know. Do you know any conservative that would ever want 
or a Republican that ever would want a statue of Obama. We, he was a terrible president. Um, 2015, she didn't support Trump. She attacked me for supporting then-candidate Trump. Uh, tweeted that out. Sure, she doesn't recall. And meanwhile, her ties to the club for growth. I mean, they, they have now poured millions and millions of dollars into Pennsylvania at the last minute because their goal is to stop Donald Trump from having successful endorsements. That's the only reason the club for growth is in there. This is a never Trumper, anti-Trump, shady swamp sewer group funding her campaign and smearing her opponents. My question is to the people that fund the club for growth, do they support what the club for growth leader, this guy McIntosh is doing? Steve Moore, by the way, has nothing to do with this group anymore. I talked to him about it. And are they standing by not only the support of this candidate and the millions of their dollars that are supporting this candidate, but all the incendiary comments of this candidate because they're paying for it. It's not like McIntosh is using his own money. Uh, the group is supporting, according to the New York Times, Barnett as an act of revenge against Trump. They've given millions and millions of dollars here. So how do you interpret that except they just want to stick it to Donald Trump? Um, anyway, now, according to Barnett, she loses the primary. She won't support the GOP candidate. Um, and here's where practicality comes in. It's election day. People, this is not in my hands. You know, if if I was ever so all so powerful, like the Wizard of Oz, the, trust me, Barack Obama would have lost in 2008. He would have lost in 2012 uh, because I did everything in my power to warn people that he wouldn't be a good president. I turned out to be more right than I thought I was. I warned people about Joe Biden. Uh, I turned out to be more right than I thought I would be. And these things are worse than that we even imagined that they could be. But this is a critically important race. It may very well, probably likely, will decide the balance of power in the United States Senate. This election is about stopping the most radical president in modern history, maybe even American history. His policies are so damaging and so dangerous as foreign policy failures, his economic failures, his energy policies, his border policies, you name it. You can see it all unfolding before our very eyes. It is a disaster. Uh, William F. Buckley famously said, be for the most right, meaning most conservative, viable candidate that could win. Now, I really, even in spite of all this, I don't dislike Kathy Barnett. My advice to her would be to look over her record, have a good, honest look, and assess whether or not she really said it. And if she did, take ownership of it, apologize. And then work on showing people that that's not the person you are today. But she's not going to take my advice. Um, she has an incredible life story, but I don't think there's any chance at all that she can win a general election. I just don't see it. Is it possible if, if the tailwinds are that strong, if this is that big a change election, a, a big wave election, anything's possible. So I don't want to say it's completely impossible. The odds are extraordinarily low. And here's why. The Democrat, I assume it's going to be Fetterman, and I hope he gets better, apparently had a stroke. Dr. Oz, I know, reached out to him for medical purposes to try and offer some help if he needed it, which was nice of him. And But if it's going to be Fetterman, this is a guy that can easily be beaten. You know, this is a guy that's against fracking. This is a guy that I think is number one issue. Correct me, Linda, if I'm wrong. Isn't it to legalize weed? 
in Pennsylvania. That's it. He cares That's a lot so about getting legalize high. weed and stop fracking. Great, great, <clears throat> great candidate to go up against for any um, any Republican that brings a message of prosperity to the people of Pennsylvania, the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. This state can absolutely be won by somebody like Dr. Oz, which is why I'm supporting him and because of his positions and. Um, but now it's in the hands of the people of Pennsylvania, just like it's in the hands of the people in North Carolina, the people in Kentucky, the people in Oregon. And you will get at the end. Let me be very clear here. You will get the government you deserve. You will get the candidate that's either electable or not electable. And then we will suffer the consequences. I wrote live free or die America and the world on the brink prior to the 2020 election because I felt the moment called for it. And I swore I was never going to write another book. Now I really swear. And that, I haven't written one in 10 years. I, was, I predicted all of this in that book. We have copies autographed if you want them on Hannity.com. I didn't know how right I was going to be and how quickly the damage would be done. So elections matter. And today's election day. And Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Kentucky... And Oregon, you guys will decide, and you will live and get the government you deserve. I know this audience understands it, but there are plenty of people that don't understand it. Listen, one thing you got to understand is your kids can be victims of identity theft, just like adults. Now, maybe they get the information. Maybe there's a breach at the doctor's office or a breach at, you know, any type of maybe their school is breached, whatever. But you need to protect your children's identity and limit how you share their social security number, finding safe locations for the documents, keeping your online devices free of viruses and spyware. That's where LifeLock by Norton comes in. They see the threats we all miss on our own. They'll even scour the dark web on all of our behalfs, and they'll see if your personal information or your kid's information is compromised. If you are compromised, you get an alert. If your identity is stolen, you'll get a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist to fix it for you. Protect your good name, reputation, finances, and credit score. Now, it's a low annual rate. You'll save an additional 25% by mentioning my name, Hannity, when you call 1-800-LIFELOCK or go to lifelock.com and just use the promo code Hannity. 1-800-LIFELOCK, lifelock.com. Protect your name and reputation, your finances, your credit score. 